Have you always wanted to make a podcast? Well, now you can with Anchor. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the Anchor app in your app store or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chapter 3 Trey Ryan was laying on his king-size bed. He was smoking a cigarette. Kiki walked in the room. We need to talk, she said. What's wrong? Ryan asked. We just dropped a bank. That's a small crime. We need to do a bigger crime, like take over a city. If we do that, then we will be a total threat. What do you think? Ryan pondered this. Sounds good, but what if we fail? I can't go to maximum security prison. Those prisons are impossible to escape from. Kiki looked at Ryan. You have the power of darkness, dark energy. What could be stronger than that? She asked. Light, pure light. Luckily, there isn't any mutant with light abilities. Drake and Ryan are puny. They could barely fight us. Ryan took a last breath of his cigarette before disintegrating it with darkness. You really shouldn't be smoking. It's bad for you, Kiki explained. Go away. As Kiki left the room, Ryan's eyes flashed black. It can't be, he said. What? Kiki asked. I sense pure light. Someone has light powers. Who? I don't know. Ryan sat up. He looked scared. It's legendary. Kiki left the room. Ryan jumped out of bed. There's a third superhuman, he yelled. While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch, others would rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing they all have in common. They're all per love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. If you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. Possessor flew towards downtown Raleigh. He was happy. He had defeated superhumans. He landed on top of a building. So easy to defeat them. They were like little kids. What they don't know is that I have the power of 400 million demons. No one can stop me. But that one kid, he has light powers. He is a threat. What if he destroys me? How can I take control of him? What I need to do is take his life force. His friends would be vulnerable. That bastard kid who thinks he is funny? Well, we'll see who will get the last laugh. Maybe I can control him. Make him do my dirty work. No one will suspect him. He's just a little joker. Thinks everything is a joke. He will be mine. Meanwhile, back at headquarters. He's lost a lot of blood, Graham said. I opened my eyes. I was in a hospital bed. 
How did I get here? I asked. You were sent by our paramedics. They work for us on the fly, Drake said. I felt my chest. It was stitched up. I sat up slowly. That guy, he was so powerful. We were defeated easily, I said in disbelief. That sick, twisted rat, he's back, Graham said. You know him? Drake asked. His real name is Matt Fowler. He goes by Possessor. He used to work for us. His powers dealt the magic. He trained hard and practiced every day. Till one day, he got in an argument with me, Graham explained. What happened? I asked. Graham put a left hand out. There was a red star on it. He attacked me with dark, dark magic. I don't know how he, he did it. Then his body began changing. His teeth turned sharp and his face turned hideous. Like a donkey butt potato. What's a donkey butt potato? I asked. It's a potato that's shaped like a donkey's butt, I guess, Jake said. Anyway, he put a curse on me. He said that the next group of superhumans will be wiped out of existence. Luckily, a group of superhumans helped defeat him. All of them lost their lives defending the Earth. Before he vanished, Matt said that he will rise again and take over Earth with his army of demons. He's back. This is bad news. Drake and I stared at Graham in disbelief. So he was good but turned bad? Drake asked. No, he was bad and turned good, I corrected. Were any of you pay, paying attention? Graham said annoyed. Drake and I nodded. He is stronger than you three combined. He can kill you guys in a heartbeat. I must warn you. He will try to get in your head. Don't listen to him. Once he has control over you, you will become his slave. He will use you to take over the world. When he is done with that and no longer needs you, he will then kill you, Graham explained. Scary, Drake said. Help! Ryan yelled. Drake, Graham, and I practically trampled over each other to get to Ryan's room. She was shaking. Ryan, Drake yelled. Ryan's face was really pale. Her hair was snow white. I don't feel so well, she said. You look horrible, I replied. Graham slapped me on the head. Is there anything you need? I asked. Energy. I need energy. I need help. Ryan said. Buzz driving is drunk driving. And if you need to do something to feel okay to drive, you're not okay to drive. Did you know over 10,000 people lost their lives due to impaired driving fatalities in 2017? Enjoying a night out and find yourself oversharing or taking too many selfies? If the answer is yes, then you're noticing your BuzzFeed warning signs. These include over-texting, taking too many selfies, over-sharing, chugging water to sober up, turning the music down to focus, chewing gum or popping mints, eating snacks to soak up the alcohol, drinking coffee to sober up, splashing water on your face, or doing jumping jacks. When you spot your BuzzFeed warning sign, call a cab, call a friend when it's time to go home. Just don't drive home. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Alice Payton was a teenage girl. She was very popular when it came to gossip. She was the queen of rumors. Along with that, she was the most popular at Millbrook High School. Her long black hair matched her blue eyes and white skin tone. She was dating a guy named Iwan. He was a quiet guy with black hair and pale skin. He kept to himself a lot. They both had a secret. They were both superhumans. Alice could heal and Iwan 
could crush people by looking at them. They were crazy for each other. Something about them sparked. They fell in love at a school football game. They promised to never fight each other. They were talking on the phone constantly. Babe, want to go out tonight? I went asked. As in a date? I was responded. Yes. Sure. What time? At seven. See you then. Once Arliss hung up, she went to take a shower. While she was in there, she let the hot water run down her shoulders. To her, it felt like a nice massage. She was chubby, but very fit. She was on the track team. She could run a mile in seven minutes. She was pretty fast. Once she finished her shower, she dried off and put on a blue dress. It fit her perfectly. She then did her makeup. I wonder where he's taking me, she asked herself as she put on lipstick while looking in the mirror. She lived alone. Her parents died in a plane crash. She was 14 when it happened. Around that time, she obtained her powers. She finished her makeup. At that moment, Iwan pulled up. Alice ran out her condo. She was rich. Her parents, Martha Payton and Ryan Payton, were famous actors. They starred in numerous movies. When they died, they left her $50 million in a bank account for her. She had her diamond purse in her right hand when she entered. I won Red Hybrid X550. The car could drive on water. I hope you like Olive Garden, Iwan said. I love Olive Garden, Alice said. You're funny, babe. They drove off. That night would change Alice forever. This podcast is also sponsored by Kindle Unlimited. Try it free for 30 days and have access to unlimited reading from millions of ebooks, unlimited listening from millions of audiobooks, and the ability to send memberships as a gift. Link is in the description. Graham looked frightened. She won't make it. Possession put some demon in her with that ball of energy hit, you guys. We need to find a way to heal her. All of our devices and gadgets won't help. Damn it! I was hit with the same energy. Why was I not affected? I asked. Something didn't seem right. Ryan was inflicted, but I wasn't. Maybe she was hit harder than you, Jake suggested. I pondered the whole situation. What if that did happen? Possession needs to be defeated, I said in anger. What can we do? We're no match for him. He is too strong, Jake responded. Graham paced back and forth. She looked worried. Graham, you should breathe some. You look like you're about to explode, Jake said. Graham took a few deep breaths. She closed her eyes. She looked like she was going to have a heart attack. Okay, I'm calm, she said. At that moment, an alarm went off. I looked around. What's that? I asked. That means there's trouble, Drake said as he turned his body into bronze. Graham ran over to a computer screen. There's a group of teenagers. They're robbing a bank, she said. No problem. This should be easy, I said. 
Well, it's not going to be easy. They have powers as well. Proceed with caution. Drake and I left. We flew right towards the bank of Raleigh. There was a blue monster with sharp teeth picking up cars. Hey! I yelled. The monster looked at me. We have company, guys, the monster said. The guy with black hair walked out of the bank. He looked intimidating. I know who you guys are, Jake said. Taylor, finish them, said the guy with black hair. Sure thing, Ryan, Taylor said. Taylor put her hands out in front of her. She's going to cause an hallucination. Ignore it, but I must warn you, they can kill, so be careful. You take down Ryan, and I'll handle, handle Ty Taylor and Enrique. The blue monster, Jake suggested. Let's do this, I said. Ryan shot a ball of darkness at me. I shot a ball of light at it. When they both hit, a wave of energy pushed us back. I flew straight towards him. He shot five dark beams at me. One hit me in the shoulder. I hit the ground with force. I stood up, holding my right shoulder with my left hand. Who are you? I asked. I am darkness. Who are you? Ryan asked. Light? I replied. My body glowed bright blue. Ryan's body glowed red. Return the money, I said. Back away, Ryan said as his eyes glowed red. Put the money back. Ryan threw a punch at me. I recalled. My eyes glowed blue. I shot blue energy beams at him. He dodged them. He created a ball of darkness. I created a ball of light. We threw it at each other. They collided. There was a huge explosion. The bank fell apart. Drake and Enrique flew back. So did Ryan and I. What was left was a pile of rubble. I was definitely hurt. My right shoulder was swelling. I stood up. Drake stood up as well. We got Ryan and Enrique down. Where's Taylor? I asked. She's nowhere to be seen. She must have gotten away. At least we got two of the top people. Drake responded. There was movement from a pile of rubble. Enrique rose. He was in human form. His clothes were ripped. He was bruised up and had cuts all over him. You guys did this. You will pay. I will crush you, he said. Drake and I just laughed. <laughs> Not like that. I said. Enrique staggered away with the limp right leg. He looked weak. Let's get back to base, I suggested. Which is, said a voice behind us. We turned around. A guy looked like Buddha was smiling next to a beautiful girl. Who are you? I asked. Your fate. I'm Trey. This is Kiki, Trey explained. He stuck his left hand out. Drake and I both passed out. They took out Ryan. We don't need him to ruin our plan. Now onto the others, Trace said as he laughed. This video is also sponsored by Kindle Unlimited. The link is in the description. With Kindle Unlimited, you have access to unlimited reading from over 1 million ebooks. Unlimited listening to thousands of audiobooks, the ability to read on any device, and your membership plans are also giftable. If you'd like to purchase Hand, the link is in the description. Also, receive a 30-day free trial to Kindle Unlimited. The link is also in the description. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you again.